You do it live. You do it live. You do it live. You do it live. Please, won't you be my neighbor, neighbor and friend? Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. I'm going to stand right here. Thanks. Now it's just sad. Now it's awkward and sad. Sad? You know you're on the show that you just said it's sad. Fantastic. It's going to be a great show tonight. We're going to have a great time. Hey, Antonio Banderas, are you a cat or a bumblebee? That's the first one. We're going to move on from there. We don't know. Is he Nasonex or a Puss in Boots? We have Amanda Hess on the show tonight, and she... Yeah, let's clap for Amanda. Someone at the belt bar just yelled Amanda's name. That's fantastic. Um, she writes about sex. Um, we all have sex stories. My sex stories begin as a child. I grew up in a sad house, in a sad place. I grew up like Harry Potter. That doesn't make any sense. No, I grew up in a household that had soap operas on every fucking day. So much so that we recorded the soap operas we weren't watching live. Because what's going on in GH? A lot. A lot happened. Sonny Corinthos is a mob boss very successful. He was able to fuck the DA and someone that ratted him out. What are the odds? 100% on General Hospital. So my, my view of sex was very warped. I figured, like, oh, you have to... Almost have sex with everyone in your very small town, even though you're supposed to be in a very powerful town, and that's how things work. That's not how anything works in life, actually. Um, I saw no affection between my grandparents. My mother was a single mother, which meant it was just sad like Harry Potter again. <laughs> Bee or cat? We'll never know. That was that was the, that was formation to me. I, I remember thinking like, okay, there's everyone's shaped. Like Ken and or Barbie, and you just rub up on each other. Because when you see no penetration until you're trying to penetrate, it's just very confusing. So sex didn't seem like a very big deal until, um, until grade school, because I went to a Catholic school. Not Catholic. That wasn't raised. Yeah, let's clap for that. Um, we, I was in the crew. It was a very illustrious position. It, was, it meant that uh, for the two productions that we got to put on a year... One of those productions being the Stations of the Cross. What? Annual built-in crowd. Best show you can possibly stage. That and Fiddler on the Roof. I, I, uh, we got to play laser tag in, the, in this church and the grade school after hours. After hours being 10 to midnight. Uh, unsupervised. Two giant fucking fog machines. Which made the school seem real zombie rapish. What made it even better, the only adult supervision, a priest, everybody. That was sex in grade school. Let's go to high school, shall we? Once again, Catholic. Catholic, Catholic, Catholic. It didn't work out. Here's why. Uh, We had one semester. Is that what it's called in high school? One part of high school where we had health class. They didn't teach a lot of things in health class in Catholic school. We learned the cycle. Does anyone know what the cycle is? I'll tell you. That's when you fuck your loved one, because apparently if you're Catholic, you're going to be in love to fuck. And you hope for the best. Our teacher was 32, 33 when we had him. He was a very ugly man, and he was very happy to be married. And that, to me, made sense. Uggos should be with Uggos. Fantastic. Get married young if you're an Uggo. That's my advice, kids in the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Bee or cat. Um, why do I keep bringing up something that I knew bombed once, hoping that maybe the eighth time it'll finally click, like it's some revelatory <laughs> statement about Antonio Banderas? I won't let this one die, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, we asked this man, how many children do you have? He had five. When did you get married? 28. How old are your kids? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. 33. That's not a good average, ladies and gentlemen. The cycle doesn't work. I don't recommend the cycle method. I go to college. Catholic again. What are the odds? As good as Sonny Corinthos fucking the DA 100%, ladies and gentlemen. Why do I keep mentioning General Hospital? Why not? It's still on. It's good. It's a good show. I highly recommend it. Side side note, um, I 
working at school, and I had to be in the teacher's lounge uh, for about a week straight because the library where I'm at was taken. They watch soap operas and talk to the screen every day. Don't go to school, kids. You'll learn sadness. Or listen to a podcast, the same idea. Anyways, we go, I go to a Catholic university, and that's fine. I had a great time. I was in an urban... I was in Chicago. I went to DePaul. I went to DePaul, not Loyola. Ketchup! What? <laughs> that's just mean. You like ketchup? Well, get your own talk show about ketchup, then. That'd probably be a very successful talk show. A lot of foodies out right now. That's a good idea. I should not do that because it's boring. Okay, unlike this monologue, which is just fantastic and going to a lot of different places. Freshman year of high school, I'm dating a girl. I'm very much in love with her. And um, we, we start talking. We're like, wow, there's a lot of uh, you know shit. It's awful. It's still very sexy. So I was like, screw this. I'll be a women's studies major. <laughs> yeah, why not? Because it's pointless. That's why. Here, here. Do you want a, want a degree in women's studies? Do, do you believe in equal rights? Yes or no, crowd? Yes or no? Do you believe in equal rights? There's your women's studies degree. The end. It's all. It's not fair. Let's try to make it fair. The end. There's your degree. I was a rape victim advocate. I was the guy that would go to the hospital and, and talk to uh, survivors of, of awful, awful things and, and talk, just be honest. Be like, this wasn't your fault. People are assholes. Um, by the way, there's no God, so don't worry about any of that. That actually came up multiple times. Very, very odd. Anyways... Um, that's my sex background. It's not healthy in any way. It's Ken and Barbie not penetrating. Priests that just kind of touch in a weird way. Teachers that can't not fucking have kids. And rape. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my makeup. That is why I'm wearing a suit. It's many layers to get through this sadness. And that's why I wanted Amanda to come on the show to sort of guide me and fix part of this. I know she can't fix this, but she can fix a little bit. Like the part where I keep going, Antonio Banderas, B or cat. No, it's getting there. That was the fourth time, I think. Let's try to get to eight by the end of the night. But we do have a fantastic show. We have from TBD, Amanda has. Please put your hands together for Amanda. We have comedy from Sarah Donnelly. Please put your hands together for Sarah. We have music from the sweater set. Ian Walters, take it away, buddy. Do you want to get You, Me, Them, Everybody audio programming without even thinking about it? Do you use the fantastical phonotronic audiograph program iTunes? Have we got a solution for you? Subscribe to You, Me, Them, Everybody. Go to iTunes and search You, Me, Them, Everybody. Or do it the lazy way. Go to YouMeThemEverybody.com and hit the big subscribe and iTunes button. That's YouMeThemEverybody.com. It's the bee's knees. Fantastic. Thank you, Ian. Ian Walters can be found at the Wonderland Ballroom every Sunday evening and at the Looking Glass Lounge, where we are at right now every single Wednesday night. Ian, how are you? Well, thank you for asking. You're well. That's very good. What did you do this weekend? Um, I, 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 I've been doing lots of yard work with the new house. Yard work, eh? Yeah. What did you do? Uh, well, I, I bought a weed whacker last week. Did you really? On, while we're on the topic of sex. What kind of weed? Oh, that's the topic of sex? <laughs> um, no, wait, I went, no, I went no, no continue. Right, Tie right. it into sex. Well, Go. Weed whacker. Weed whacker. Oh, because of masturbation. Sure. I thought it was a weird crabs joke. Like, that's how you shave no. your j- area. Because you have crabs. I'm, I'm Asian. I'm pretty hairless. Are you really? Over, How's yeah. that working out? It's fucking awesome. That's great. I I was not weed whacking this weekend. Instead, I was visiting some people in New York, and my friend gave me the 2012 card. Does anyone know about the 2012 card? Oh, I'm going to tell you. You're going to want it. We're giving this away. This is the special prize for the night. The 2012 <laughs> card. This is on the back. In the event of any occurrences scheduled or predicted to happen on 12-21-2012, the bearer of this card is exempt. Wait. There's a place to sign it, like a credit card. Authorized signature. Not valid unless signed. <laughs> www.2012card.net expires 
New Year's 2013. Entertainment purposes only. So, if you think the world's going to end on 1221, raise your hand. Fantastic. You, sir, just won this card. There you go. There it is. Well done. Well done. This will... Uh, I actually already signed it. Uh, so the bearer of this card's name is a gift from you, me, them, everybody. Thank you so much. Nope, I already signed it. Look at it right now. Yep, it's, <laughs> it's null and void. I ruined it. You just improved the next uh, year of his life. I so did improve it. Oh, I hope it doesn't end! <laughs> what? What about this Saturday? I think, yeah, that's right. This Saturday, the world's supposed to end. We're all going to die. We're going to die this Saturday. Uh, weren't they supposed to have the big earthquake in Rome or something? Yeah, we're not there. It's fine. USA A-OK. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Are you home. ready to bring on our first guest, let's, Ian? Let's do it. Let's do this. Coming to the stage, she writes for a living, and that's insane to me. Good for her. Please put your hands together, everybody, for Amanda Hess. <laughs> Amanda, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm okay. Is it on? Is it? Oh, yeah. it's on now. Hello. You are a writer. Yeah. You went to school for creative writing. Mm-hmm. What did that... What, did you do anything creative and or writing while in college? Yes. Fantastic. Next question. Uh, <laughs> you wrote for the city paper. Uh-huh. What did you do for the city paper? Um, first, I... Sorted mail for a while. That's fun. Yeah, and then I did some database work for Are them. There, do you have any tips for people sorting mail? Um, just keep at it. Keep at it, so good. Usually just keep like piling up. You'll live the dream. It's kind of yeah. like just doing reps. You're going to get ripped sooner <laughs> or later. It's not going to show right away. Right. Do you have any data sorting tips? Um, no. Data entry tips? Yeah, you just have to really understand the system that you're using. Did you understand the system? I did. What is the system they use? I don't remember. Okay, so it wasn't... I'm sure it's different now. It's different now. That's yeah. fantastic. Then you all of a sudden started using your mind for your <laughs> job at the city. Yeah, paper. and then I wrote about arts for a little while. I wrote okay. about the art scene. How was that? How was I the I hated art? that. You hated that? Yes. Why did you hate that? I hated it because um, I was always supposed to find like things that were bad that were happening or controversial or terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, and generally, you know, people in the art scene were working really hard and they were doing stuff sort of as a hobby. Because it's so small. It is a small city. And doing it in their in their spare time, and I found that it was just it ended up being like really mean. So you're not a criticize. mean person. Well, <laughs> why is everyone? I don't like to be mean about that. What do you like to be mean thing? about? Like, like rapists and that's stuff a like good that. thing to be mean about. <laughs> yeah. So I found a better. That's target. a controversial <laughs> statement. Rapists <laughs> be mean to them. Right. That's a good statement. Yeah, yeah. How long are you at the city paper? About three years. Three years. Were those good years? Sometimes. Would you call those the salad days? No. That's good. And now you write for TBD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It went from city paper to TBD, and right. now you are not writing about events. Well, you're kind of writing about events. Yeah. You get to write about sayings. <laughs> yeah. How and is that? And stuff like that. And gender. It's, I really like that. I like that a lot. Why do you like that? Um, because there's a lot of, like, crazy shit that happens. Let's talk about the crazy shit. Okay. Okay. Um, Go. (laughs) So, I mean, people are still pretty uncomfortable talking about sex a lot of the time. What do you think that is? Um, you know, I think it has a lot to do with your experience growing up. Just I'm very comfortable talking about sex. (laughs) But there's a lot of repression still. Okay. There's a lot of religion that... Even in D.C.? <laughs> yes. Why are you especially in, in DC? Because it's a very political city. Okay. Um, and so there's a lot of hiding what people are doing and stuff. Could like that. you talk about something that someone's hiding to out them right now on this talk show? I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Just think about that. Um, but yeah, and then there's you know there's a lot of crime in the sex world, um, and that's really fascinating to me. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really understand sex, and so when people do report rapes, um, a lot of times the police really mess that up or the courts mess that up. Yeah. So it's interesting. What is one thing that someone in the crowd could do about that? Is there anything other than report it? Um, not, not sexual assault, but like the, the lack... Though this is getting weird. The... Um, like you said, the police misreport a lot of very, very important information. Mm-hmm. What can anyone here do about that? Is there anything the public can do? I think one of the things is just how you react when you hear that an assault happened. How should someone react? Just don't 
immediately question it. Okay. Um, and also probably don't believe the report that you read because the media is really bad on that stuff. How so? Um, so the IMF guy got... Yeah, the IMF. Do you want to tell the story or... You should tell it because... Um, <laughs> I don't... So he... There's this guy... Um, Dominique Strauss-Kong, uh, and he, um, very, very influential person yeah. who allegedly, uh, tracked down this woman who was working in a hotel in New York City while he was naked, ran down the hallway, allegedly, um, and then dragged her into a bathroom and sexually assaulted her. Yeah. Um, lots of reports of sexual assaults happening inside hotels or to other service um, workers, yeah. Kobe Bryant, you might remember. Ben yeah, Kobe Bryant, famous rapist. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, no, Kobe Bryant's an awesome rapist, so awesome that he got a video game endorsement about killing. So it really makes sense, guys. If you're a professional basketball player and you want to get a commercial with Jimmy Kimmel advertising the game where multiple people die, go out and rape. Or don't do that because you're an awful human being and deserve to get your. But it really raises out. your profile. It so does raise your profile. Uh, also, he. That? Asked for forgiveness by buying his wife a half million dollar purple ring. And he just got fined this year for calling uh, the ref a faggot. So, once again, uh, Kobe Bryant, everybody, buy that jersey. Let's support the Lakers. Very famous person. Very famous. Um, So, you know, a lot of what you see in the coverage of that story, the coverage has been pretty good. I feel like, and you know, they pulled him off a plane yeah. to take him into custody, and um, he's not getting bail. And so it seems like people are treating it really seriously, which is awesome. But, but I think they're viewing this as more of a celebrity issue than a real issue. I mean, when so when this happened, you know, there was a lot of rehashing of like affairs that he's had, mm-hmm. other sort of like bad boy stuff that he's done, and it's really a totally separate, yeah, totally separate uh, issue. Consent, that's the difference. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's, uh, fun. Yeah, that makes things fun. Mm-hmm. Consent, everybody. That's that's the moral of the story. Really Yay! Let's clap for consent. Yay! Yay. <laughs> what if your first time, like the boy or girl you're with, they're like, okay, and then just a crowd comes out and claps. They'll have like a positive sex attitude from here and on. And you know out. that you can continue yeah 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 at every decision and then they boo and you're like don't do that but then there's always going to be that one crowdsourcing yeah there's going to be that one guy who's like fuck the crowd i'm going to be the bad boy like no 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 the kobe the kobe effect (laughs) oh he's a good rapist isn't he (laughs) is dc gay friendly um it depends on what you're looking at there are more hate crimes against gay people here there are more than than uh, an Most average city. Really? But there's a very visible gay population here. Where are... Is it like a college issue? Is it a neighborhood issue? Where are these attacks mm, happening? Everywhere. Or does it run the gamut? It's just everywhere, Overall, yeah. it's higher. Why do you think that is? I think it is because it is so visible. So you're only going to have a hate crime against a gay person if you know that they're gay. That's... Yeah, kind of... Is right? DC sex positive? No. No? No, Why not, not really. Why not? Um, I mean... There aren't a ton of, like, places to go here to really talk about that stuff. There aren't a bunch... Of, there, like, there's no Babeland here. I love there's a Babeland yeah. in D.C. That would be awesome. Um, but there's just... It's a very political-minded city, mm-hmm. and so, you know, people are looking for people for federal jobs specifically where they don't want them to have any skeletons in their closet and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and so people repress everything and yeah and it sucks that does suck yeah. think about that crowd <laughs> think about that all right um you wrote a blog post about men that don't know about contraception yeah what don't they know everything how, name Every- one thing how it works how it stops babies from happening easily don't practice the cycle method it's very <laughs> it's simple true. pulling it's out true. isn't an oh, i mean it's an option but it's not the smartest I talked to one woman whose boyfriend thought, and they were having sex together for months on end, uh-huh. and he thought that her form of contraception, the ring yes. she puts into her vagina, actually like caught his semen in some sort of receptacle, like a, like a condom, I guess. So he wanted, um, like, did he want like his batches at the end of the month returned, <laughs> like milk re- jug recycling? What happened was that it fell out, and he freaked, he freaked the out. The ring fell out, and he freaked out. Yeah. Okay. 
Has that happened? No, I won't the story that. was v- was quite thin, actually. Okay. I talked to like three women. All right. Why don't you do better <laughs> stories then? I know. I'm trying again. Are you trying? I'm trying. What's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, issue to cover? Um, I like covering trans issues, transgender Why? issues. Um, one reason is because DC has a lot of like really great gay media. Mm-hmm. So we have The Blade and we have Metro Weekly and um, a lot of mainstream places cover gay issues. Um, and they cover trans stuff too, but it's it's something that they, they don't cover as obsessively. What is the, lacking the most coverage? What is w- the one thing that is happening to not everyone in the room, but affects everyone in the room? I don't think we talk about sex enough. Just like sex in doing, general. Like doing it. Fucking. Yes. Um, <laughs> how does this play in your personal life? Does it? Not really. Not really? No. I mean, really? mostly, well, sometimes, but I've been dating the same person since I started writing about sex. Okay. So that's sort of made things yeah. a little simpler. That's boring. Yeah. You should have lied. It's very, I have a very, lots of just... Crazy things. Yes. Uh, what do you think about porn? Um, I mean, porn, there's a lot of different kinds of porn. So it's a it's a quality issue, I guess. I mean, there's good porn and there's bad porn. What's good porn? Good porn is um, consensual. Uh, yes, but even if it's consensual, why are you doing porn? Isn't that... Like that, that I can't watch porn. Mm-hmm. I can't because I'm not joking. Women's studies, Rick Victim Advocate, you're like thinking, okay, the stats. Uh, you no, know, it's not good. There was an uncle like in the somewhere ten years ago, and that's why you're here. Yeah. I can't. I enjoy found that that's that's not necessarily true. Good. Keep talking. That's not necessarily true. I mean, at the same time, like I think of it this way: like a lot of people are assaulted. Yes. A lot of people are survivors of sexual yeah. assault. And if you were to ask like talk show hosts or journalists or any other group of people if they've been assaulted, we might be surprised. Is oh, of how course, many of them have been? Well, do, is, and it's, is it still three out of ten males, four out of ten uh, boys, six out of ten? Uh, no, that's too high. They all come one out of from ten, very, one out of six, one out of three, one out of four. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's a very patchwork sort of understanding because yeah. of how difficult it is. Um, but it's a lot um, more than you know. Because people don't talk about it. Um, and so I think when you talk about how many sex workers have been sexually assaulted, you know, it might be higher. Yeah. Or maybe it's not. It's really hard to tell. But I know that not every woman or man who no. goes into porn does it because they've been assaulted by no, no, I, I, or something. No, no, you're right. But that's like saying not everyone at the fish concert's high. <laughs> eh. Right. So, okay. So if you were to look at, like, an ethical model of consuming porn... Yes. You... I mean, then you get into a really tricky area, too, if you have to say, well, no one who's been assaulted can be in my porn. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But... So it's really... It's hard. But I think there's, like, better porn. Give give some uh, recommendations for better porn. Oh, I think... (laughs) I'm serious. Like, is there a site? Is there a label? Is there a magazine? Yeah. I mean... Not suicide girls. I don't consider Not suicide that like girls. a feminist porn. Because you just hate tattoos. Because I hate... T- uh, yeah, you hate tattoos. No, it's just that they just put tattoos on and then it's like... That makes Should it. I get a tattoo? And yeah. <laughs> just, no, just in general. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't really like tattoos. Yeah. You're right. I know. It's great. <laughs> but not suicide girls. I think we could all agree on that. But yeah. what else is I mean, there? I can't... I don't really know... I shouldn't be the person to to give you like well, a recommendation on the you, title. You, give me something here. You 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 know about this more than anyone in the room. Okay, I mean. Actually, I know more about it. Okay. Yeah, maybe we can have a little interlude later. Um, but there, so there are some videos where there's like there is more transparency in okay. like what's happening, um, what people have agreed to, yeah, stuff like that. I think they should be really well paid. Yeah. And. Right now, they're not. Let's end on a positive note. Okay. What is one good thing you've learned about writing, about writing, from writing about sex? Um, everyone is weird. That's sort of positive. All right, we're going to end this interview. Wait, she's not done. She's not done. That sounded real not good. Okay, here's a question from the kids. From the Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stack, PhD. I need you to pick a number between 39 and 243. 
241. Fantastic. We're retiring the book this year. 241. What do your parents do that embarrasses you the most? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, gee, I've tried to really get over that. It used to be like my mom walking too close to me when we were on the sidewalk walking together. I didn't like to walk with my mom. I didn't like that. Okay. Um, but now my parents don't embarrass me at all. They're That's awesome. Nice. And they raise Aww. me, and they're, very, they're wonderful. And they're happy with your job. Yes, they tell they tell right. Yeah, yeah, that's so great. It's wonderful. Time to plug. Where can people read your stuff? Um, right now, tbd.com until Friday. Oh, until Friday? Is yeah. that a scoop? Is it exclusive? Or does everyone know except me? I don't know. I'm leaving though, and I'll be somewhere else. So I'll let you know. She's leaving. Enjoy her while she lasts. That sounded awful too. <laughs> you glad you said yes to doing this? I am. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic! Yeah. Everybody, please put your hands together for Amanda Hess. <laughs> You Me Them Everybody presents Sabado Gigante Saturday, June 25th We're throwing a party And we're bringing back all our favorite guests Broadcasting from Esmeralda's house A show so gigante We're going 10 hours Don't miss Sabado Gigante Saturday, June 25th For more details, check out YouMeThemEverybody.com Amanda was great. All right, everybody, coming to the stage, a woman, I think we shared a bill. We did share a bill. She was very, very funny, so I asked her to do this talk show. Please put your hands together, everybody, for Sarah Donnelly, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I love how Brandon started the show saying you were a rape advocate. Rape victim advocate. Rape victim advocate. So you go to the hospital... You Sorry. need to have the middle word. Rape victim advocate. Yes. So you go to the hospital, you see these people. Yes. Which I think is really funny because if you came to my hospital bed and I'd just been raped, I'd be like, are you my rapist? Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Why are you here? Not just shit on your progressive women's study degree, but I might be a little uncomfortable. So are you guys drinking? Some of you are drinking. Yeah. Do some of you have alcohol problems? What's going on? It's Monday night. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Um, it's funny, like, as I get older, I realize, I'm realizing things about alcohol. Like, for example, there are only two types of people in this world. There are the people that I can deal with when I'm sober, and there are the people that I can only deal with when I'm fucking wasted. Do you guys have these people in your life that you can only be around when you are so fucked up you forget how much you hate them? I was going to say, are you sitting next to that person right now? Is that why you're drinking? Well, another thing that I'm learning about myself is um, I went out last weekend and I took a shot of whiskey and I got heartburn. I got heartburn from a whiskey shot. Yes, I'm old. That is what we're talking about right now. I'm old. I got heartburn from a whiskey shot. I was like, great. Now, one more reason not to drink whiskey, which I am going to ignore. Like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much, gods of whiskey. If there were other reasons why not to take shots of you. Um... Speaking of old, everyone here looks old. Is anyone here in college? No. So, yeah. No one's in college. You're in college? You're a student? Is any, grad student? Anyone here go to college? Come on. Yes. Woo! Be proud. This is D.C. Everyone here is like 10 degrees. Seriously. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, college. I, um, college was so hard. I'm so glad that's done with. Like all those tests you had to take, like that pregnancy one. God. <laughs> that was hard. That was really hard. Yeah, and uh, being a young woman, anytime I'd have to go to the student health center, it didn't matter like why I was going in there. They'd always ask, "Is there a chance you might be pregnant?" And it was so annoying because every single time you go, they ask this question. So I'd always answer the same way. I was like, "Um, "I'm in a sorority. Of course, there's a chance. Give me the test. I need it right now." You guys are clearly in the Greek life system. I I feel you on that. Um, no, but the other thing I hated about the student health center is that it didn't matter, like, any time you went in there, there was never a doctor working the student health center. Never a doctor. But there's always someone there telling you how they weren't a doctor. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hi, my name is Carol Ann. I'm your nurse practitioner's associate understudy sidekick temporary license physician. Physician. Magician's doctor's temp. Amen. 
And I'm going to look you over today because that's all I can do legally. <laughs> all right, you got a sore throat, runny nose. Is there a chance you might be pregnant? I just have to ask all you little sorostitutes to come trolling on through here. You little sorostitution whores. One of y'all came in last week. She was so slutty. She kept her morning after pills in a Pez dispenser. <laughs> Called it her sex candy. Now, come on. I like sex candy. That's great. Um, speaking of college, it's funny. I've been going to a lot of shows recently, and a lot of comics have been shitting on Axe Body Spray. Be like, oh, Axe Body Spray, douchebags where it sucks, douche, er. Which... <laughs> So true. I mean, for the most part, I do agree with that. But here's the thing. Like, Axe body spray is better than no body spray. Okay? Like, Axe body spray, it's better than BO, right? <laughs> like, at least that guy's desperation has a fragrance that I can enjoy. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It's, but like, seriously, Axe body spray, it's better than BO. Like, that should be their slogan. Instead, they went with Axe body spray. The smell of non-consensual sex. Aww. Sad but true. Sad but true. Um, I live... What was that? Oh, I don't know what happened. That's because I'm fucking awesome. I'm making people laugh in their own heads. It's awesome. Um... So I don't drive in D.C., and I think it makes me sensitive to when I do drive because I get really angry at traffic, and I was on a road trip recently. I got stuck in really, really bad traffic, like bumper to bumper, for like 20 minutes, did not move, and I was sitting there, and I was like, yep, someone has definitely shit their pants in their car at this point in time. <laughs> Have you guys ever been in traffic like that? You're like, someone has definitely shit their pants in their car. Totally happened. And if I don't get out of here in five minutes, I might shit my pants. Like... <laughs> It could happen. Then, wait another 10 minutes later, I was like, you know what? I would rather fucking shit my pants than sit in this traffic anymore. Like, God, seriously, I'll do a negotiation. Like, I will shit my pants somewhere else. Get me out of here. I'll do it in Sabaro. I don't care. I'll do it in Sabaro. Can I get off this highway? <laughs> I enjoyed that joke more than other people watching me. Um, I, I haven't been having good luck traveling, obviously. I was flying, and I got, uh, I got stuck with a middle seat, which sucks. But there was an upside. I had sitting next to me one of those like really big, squishy, warm, what are they called? Fat people. A fat person sitting next to me, like really, really big. And some people were like, oh, my God, like that's horrible. You like middle seat fat guy? No, it was fucking Amazing! I had the best flight ever. Because what's the average temperature of like a commercial airline? It's like 30 degrees. It's like the coldest place on earth. What's the average temperature of like the average red-blooded American obese person? 40,000 degrees centigrade. They are the hottest people on the face of the planet. Seriously, I've seen a fat guy sweat in a pool once. Like, so hot. Like the nuclear meltdown in Japan, that was just a fat guy eating a Hot Pocket burning the roof of his mouth. Like that's all that situation was. But seriously, like I have never been more warm or comfortable on a flight because like this guy, like he was clear, like he couldn't stay within the boundaries. I don't have any boundaries. I was like, I'm going to cozy up to you. Let's do this. And then I took his arm fat and made one of those neck pillows so I could recline. <laughs> Thank you, Carl from Omaha. That's all I'm saying. He was amazing. So comfortable. Um, the last guest you had, you're saying consent makes it fun. Not always. That's not a true statement. Because I had sex with a guy, and afterwards he gave me a granola bar. And I like snacks. I just think they have their appropriate time and place. Like after you do something maybe strenuous or that garners getting a snack like running a 10 mile race or something like that but like having sex with this guy was nothing like running a 10 mile race like I wasn't proud of it <laughs> I didn't want to share photos or tell my friends and family on Facebook like having sex with this guy was like running one of those charity 5k fun runs you're like I don't know I could do it it's for charity right like oh it could be fun 
It wasn't. Um, like literally everything that was going through my mind as I was having sex with this guy was going through, would go through your mind when you're doing one of those races. Like you just start doing it and you're like, oh God, why am I doing this? I'm breathing hard. I'm not working that hard. (laughs) And I was like, I'm never going to finish. Because when I have sex with a guy, I want it to be like the 800 meter sprint. I want it to be fast, I want it to be intense, and I want you to be black. (laughs) It's a true fact. It's a true fact. Hey, talk to you after the show. That was an African-American man, for those of you on the podcast, waving to me. Um, No, I'm part of an interracial couple right now. Guess which part? That's right. That's right. I'm the inter. Um, no, my boyfriend's black, and, you know, it's, it's really not that big of a deal, like, being in D.C., like, it's 2011, but we were out in the street in Chinatown the other day, and um, this black guy, like, came up to me. I was with my boyfriend, and he got all my face, he was talking all the shit, and then he ran away, and I turned, and I looked to my boyfriend for backup, and he wasn't even paying attention, and I was like, what's the point of having a black boyfriend if he's not going to scare away other creepy black guys? Like, I thought you guys had built-in security with, like, guns and stuff. I mean, like, I'm keeping up mind of the stereotypes. We don't get followed in marshals anymore. Like, come on. I like, I like how the people at the bar are enjoying this more. <laughs> That's awesome. That is amazing. Well, I, I, I will finish with this. Um, I, I used to work with a lot of older ladies uh, at my last job back in my single days. And they always want to talk about like what I did over the weekends. They'd be like, Sarah, how was your weekend? What did you do? Tell us a story. And I'd be like, um, I don't know. I went out. I got really fucked up. I went home with this guy. I didn't even know what happened. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh my God, Sarah, were you date raped? And I was like, how would I know? <laughs> That's it. That's the joke. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm Sarah Donnelly. Sarah Donnelly, everybody. Sit down, Sarah. Sarah, we have questions. Hello. Number one. Yes. Why do I look like a rapist? You don't look like a rapist. What do rapists look like? I don't know, but I would be a confused, scared woman, and I'd see your face and be like, why are you here? <laughs> Would you rather I say you look like a rapist? That's like the shorter, neater answer. <laughs> like, you just do. <laughs> Why did you record your set? Because I record all of my sets so I can listen to them. Do you realize that this is being recorded? I do. But I have my little recorder here and I Which listen I'm to sure it. will sound fantastic. Oh, yes. It's the highest quality. It's, it's about a $40 recorder. I've used it quite a bit. Yes. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I find that when I rely on other people's recordings, I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't download them. I get make excuses. Not that I'm not going to download this podcast because I love it. You're already on it. It doesn't matter if you love it. Well, I better love it. (laughs) If you don't love it, that's completely your fault. How was the sorority life? Sorority life. Um, It was interesting. I kind of was an atypical sorority. Continue. Well, I went to a very small private liberal arts school. Okay. Are your parents still together? My parents are still together. So they paid for that. No, actually, I paid for that. Bullshit. How'd you pay for it? The sorority or college? Both. I paid for the sorority. That's like $800. That's a lot of money. All right. All Come right. on. Shouldn't go straight to being mean. Thanks for doing the show, by the way. How is that mean? No, what I did was mean. Oh. You're I very like, nice. I think, well. Why you know. do women shop in groups? I'm sorry. That was stupid. <laughs> wow. Um, that was stupid. You were in a sorority answer. I was in a sorority. Um, you're asking me why women shop in groups? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. When I said, I said atypical sorority, you know, like the only group shopping we did. Actually, we went group shopping to a sex store. Ooh. <laughs> it was kind of a callback. That was good. Seriously. What did you buy? I got my first vibrator. Ooh. Yeah. Was it a little one or a big one, medium one? It was a big one. It Why? Was, um, if it's a vibrator, isn't the whole point of like travel and movement not... If you're buying a dildo, I understand big, but why get a big vibrator? 
Because it was on sale. Well, then you're gonna you're gonna lose all the money you saved on batteries. You get a little one that runs on like watch batteries or AAA. You're never gonna be out of batteries. You get all of them like double D. You got a goddamn jam box. That's too much inside of you. The batteries are killing the I, savings. I didn't say I put the entire thing inside. Then of why me? get a big dildo? Go with the medium. I'm very passionate about a few things. I, I can tell. What if it was battery size? But when we were there... Um, what was the name of the store? You, you got to plug it. I don't Let's, remember. What? I don't remember. What town is it in? Charlotte, North Carolina. It's one of two sex stores in Charlotte, Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. North. Carolina is not a state. It might be. Uh, we in the future. Regions, in the maybe. Future. Well, apparently that's going to end you in like four a year. days? So, or yeah. maybe four days. Um, yeah, when the world ends, does it mean like the world explodes or like human existence is wiped off or there's a few survivors and they have to rebuild? What does it really mean, Aztecs? I don't know, but I hope if it's really ending that I just, you know, get killed because I don't want to have to deal with rebuilding shit. Like, yep. I don't even like putting my laundry away. Like, I you're a messy gal. I don't want to restart civilization. It just sounds like a lot of work. But uh, your whole set was based around restarting civilization. <laughs> From your vagina. Um, I mean... That's why I said Yeah, that. but that's sex you, for fun and sex for repopulating the earth. It's just two different levels. Really? Yeah. You can't, oh, that's sad. That's, no, I'm serious. What do, you, what do you do for the day job? Um, I have a very serious day job. I work for a Swiss bank. Do they know you do this? They do. What do they think of it? Well, I don't let them come to things like this because I talk about getting date raped and buying dildo vibrators. So, <laughs> why is that bad? It's not bad, but um, like Amanda was saying, you know, DC is a very buttoned-up town, and you know, yeah. I don't think Swiss Bank. Well, I don't know. Baby Swiss bankers want to hear about. Have your parents seen your set? My parents have seen my set. What do they think about it? They liked it. They oh, did. Okay. They thought it was really funny. How long have you been doing stand-up? Um, a little over three years. What's the goal? You know, I don't know. I, I love doing stand-up. I just want to do as much of it as I can. Then that's the goal. So, yeah. Consistently do stand-up. Consistently that's very good. do it. You're I very fun. funny. Thank you. Let's Thank end you. this interview with a question from the Kids Book of Questions. All right. I already know what number I want to pick. What number? 131. Why that? Well, 31 is my favorite number, and I want to do something towards the middle. So I added the one. Good. 131. Would you rather sell all sex... What? (laughs) Read that wrong. (laughs) Sorry. Would you you rather see all sex or all violence censored from television? Why? Um, Once again, from the kids' book of questions... Again, pretty heavy... Um, I guess I would have to say I would rather see all violence censored from TV in lieu of wait, allowing wait, 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 all wait. Who sex said to, boo be? to that? Who, who would say boo to that? I wasn't that? even done answering the question because I assume it's you censor one and free for all for the other. So I say let's have all sex on TV. I agree. I think that's actually yeah. a good idea. I think people would be happier. Well, I think you can make that happen. <laughs> I, will, I will try. <laughs> I think with enough... Visits to Marshalls in the one sex store in Charlotte, North Carolina. You can make this happen. All right. I, you know, I'll be a pioneer, but I will not repopulate the earth. So just fucking kill me. Aliens. They're going Aztecs. to. Aztecs. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens and Aztecs. Whoever's that's, coming that's back. That's an awful name for your album. Uh, well, let's plug some <laughs> stuff. What's, uh, what's coming up for you? Um, I am performing this Saturday at the H Street Playhouse with a very funny sketch comedy group called Brick Penguin. So if you want to come out and support... Local DC comedy. It's at seven thirty and ten o'clock. That's good. And you can follow me at the real Sarah Don at Twitter. Why not just do Sarah Donnelly dot com? Um, because you're adding the and real rather than because well, the Sarah Don is so easy to remember. It just rolls off the tongue. I like the real Sarah Don because you know I don't want any imposters trying to come yeah, after me because clearly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're with me on that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Sarah Donnelly. Thank you. One of you. One of you. One of you. I'm thinking you. Okay. Ian Walters, everybody. So Sarah just whispered in my ear. Holy shit. Who are we talking to? (laughs) 
No, seriously, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Maureen. What I'm do you do, half, Maureen? I'm one half of the sweater set. Okay, and that's why you're on the show. That's why I'm on the show. Continue what you were just saying Sorry. without prompt. Um, no, just as I was walking up here, Sarah, uh, my other half in the band, whispered into my ear, don't be disgusting. Don't be disgusting. <laughs> why, why, would, why would she possibly say that? <laughs> because she's gross. Because she's I'm gross. gross. <laughs> How are you gross? <laughs> I just am really gross. I'm really gross. I can't go into it because I'm not supposed to be disgusting. So I'm supposed to move on. Move on. You know, you just took all the fun out of this interview, other person in the band. I know. Now she said we can. <laughs> no, no jokes about yeast infections. Do you have... No, that's not appropriate. <laughs> oh, you won't even go there. Yes. Well, it's just not funny. It's just know, it's sad. Just really like, sad. really, you're this old and you can't figure out the system? It's just, <laughs> ugh, it's sad. Re- yeah. Now yeah. I'm really lost. And you're in a band. You play so beautiful music. <laughs> we play beautiful How's that music. going? It's going great. We just finished a residency at the Strathmore Center for the Performing Arts. Do you talk about things like yeast infections at the Strathmore Center for Performing Arts? Definitely not. So this why is refreshing, actually. Does the, uh, does the Strathmore Center free talk? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> they don't. It's just Strathmore caters to not our age group. What do they cater to? Well, they cater to everybody, but Ugh. it's not, you know... What's um, our age group, by the way? I guess, like, people that are under 40, Ooh, maybe you just ish? insulted some people in the room. I don't know. How does that like, feel? I... <laughs> That's how it feels. I can't um, tell if that was good or bad. It was awkward. By the way, sorry, uh, this has been bothering me. Yes, it has to be consensual, okay? I know it's a callback from a different interview and a different set. It has to be consensual. We're not saying if it's consensual, it's going to be good, but it has to be consensual to be good. Make sense? All right, moving on. Back to you. I love You're that angry feminist thing you have going on. It's not on. feminist. It's just rape. <laughs> it goes both ways. Okay. Back to the beautiful music. This is why I'm never going to get elected for anything. <laughs> Just that. That's the only reason. No, I, there's a lot of there's reasons. There's others. You're, she's, she came on mic. She came up here. I'm blah, 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 blah. The mic's all over. Now it's about an, half of an inch from her face, and she's oh. just like, uh, this is uh, not comfortable. What are you no, thinking about right I'm now? What's think- running through that skull of yours? I'm thinking about all the instruments that we play. Ooh, Lots how many? Them. We, I don't know how many it, it is now. We didn't bring the banjo. Sorry about that, guys. But we have accordion. Actually, that's appropriate to say guys at the end of that. But not a lot of female banjo players. Oh, well, yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Well, my teacher's a woman. That's awesome. Yeah, Kathy Fink. She's amazing. She's a, a great banjo player. Banjo nice. master. Old time. Banjo Old time. master. Banjo master. Did you think about naming your album Banjo Master? <laughs> well, considering I've only been playing it for like oh, nine oh, oh. months. If it was a sex act, it would just be some guy that's really awesome at fingering. Oh, that's a good joke. You know, I it's always not a joke. Feel, that's just a new thing. I always feel really awkward because I teach guitar for a living, and I'm like, that's not the right fingering. Pluck the G string. Like there's there's little <laughs> like there's little things that. Well, I just, it shouldn't be the thing is like take off the G string first, and it will go a lot yeah. more smoothly. But it's great. oh 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 okay. Uh, I had a friend. Wait, uh, now you're not letting me. No, talk. no, it's my show. We had a guy, and he used to brag about playing the solo to one inside of his girlfriend. Oh, that's white trash. That's my background. Continue. Do you teach Metallica's one? No. Good. No, no, no. But I that. But it's it's better when I teach like the teenagers because they think it's funny too. So we just sort of like giggle about it. But the nine year olds, you can't go there. No, that's wrong. It's totally wrong. It's really not cool. (laughs) It's not cool at all. Do you enjoy teaching music? I love it. That's great. So you're pretty happy with life. I'm happy with life, yeah. That's a great message to end on. It's good. We're going to answer. We're going to answer. You're going to answer. If you want. See? That's how it works. Uh, A question from the kids' book of... Why is that O? No, that's not O. That's just normal. You don't have to if you feel uncomfortable. Okay. 39 to 240. I have to close my eyes to pick. 39 to 240. 177. Fair enough. 177. 177 was taken, you get 182. <laughs> We're retiring the book, so there's not a lot of numbers. 182. Have you ever, without telling anyone, 
Let someone beat you at a game you could have easily won. If so, why? No, I'm too competitive for that. I like you a lot. <laughs> You're pretty great. Why, thank you. Uh, let's plug some shows before you actually play a set. All right. We're going to play at the Kennedy Center Millennium Stage. Whoa! Yeah. That's amazing. When is that show? Thursday, May 26th at Thursday. 6 p.m. Okay. Yep. Um, that's almost it's a conflict almost? to me. They're going to find out real try. soon. No, no, no. I have a big night ahead of me that night. Oh, oh, promo-wise. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, this is going to be perfect because I think I got a perfect night for everybody on May 26th, Ooh. and they're going to find out about it soon. But that's a Package, free show? Package deal. And they could... Wa- no, 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 no. Have them show up. Don't worry it's, about it. Well, it's it's free. It's a free it's show. First come, first serve. It's, it's going to be awesome. O'clock. There's seating. It's in the main hall. And what's the website? And the website is www.thesweaterset.com. And that's a perfect place for you audience members to clap for the sweater set. They're going to set up. Don't run away. All right. Thank you so much for sticking around. The sweater set's about to play really quick. They have CDs for sale, which you should buy. They are playing on May 26th. Kennedy Center? Kennedy Center. That's insane. More importantly, maybe just differently, on May 26th, I will be doing Brandon Weatherby Reads the Classics Volume 2, Pump Up the Volume, at the Brightest Young Thing Space. You can catch both. I can't think of a better evening. We'll be here May 30th with uh, my best friend, Daniel Knox, comedy from Michael Foodie and Judson Claiborne. And here's the big announcement. We're moving the show to the Wonderland Ballroom, everybody. We're moving the show. So... After June, starting in July, we'll be at the Wonderland. Not that we don't love the Looking Glass. Please come to the Looking Glass. But uh, there's only so many times we want to yell over people catching up from college being total pieces of shit. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, two of my favorite people in the world about to play music. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. The sweater set, everybody. If you don't return my phone call If I don't hear that ringing sound And get to end this like it needs to be ended Baby, I will hunt you down I'll hunt you down you down and the next tune is my codependency anthem and it's called needed 
She, oh, for those of you who are listening, she was playing the finger cymbals and the guitar. Pretty amazing at the same Thank time. Thank you. Thank you. She I worked to hard. take them off after the song, though, or else my fingers turned blue.
Also, like, if you saw us play kazoo when you were super inspired and you were like, fuck, I need a kazoo, we have them for sale. They're $2. And they have our name on it. We'll also teach you how to play it. Free lesson included? That's a bargain. This next one, it, um, the last three songs, or two, the la- two of those last songs were on our record Goldmine, which just came out April 27th. So yeah, Goldmine is amazing. We produced it with Hayes Holiday from Blue Brain, and um, it's for sale. It's 10 bucks, but we also have two other records, and this next one, it's called I'm Sure You're Hip, and it's from Surprise Visit. Oh, and also the Hunt You Down, it's on YouTube, and we... We sing it with helium. Yeah, we ingested helium and sang Hunt You Down on YouTube. So just find it. Sweater set. Cool. Yeah, we'll do more. Yeah. If people want to stay. This is me closing the show for the podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful night.